so for those coming, I think everyone's here. So for those coming back um, or just listening in at a later date, if y'all are into that, um, I have rebranded from watching movies with Megan to Cinemegan Theaters. Shout out to Vernon <laughs> for that, <laughs> for that recommendation. Um, a genius knows no bounds. <laughs> it's all um, about branding, baby. Exactly, exactly. Um, so it's week three, and I'm actually I'm I'm genuinely surprised that it took me three weeks to fully to even just to have the idea to show this movie. I think I just came across it on Hulu a few weeks ago, but I love this movie and I'm really glad I was able to show it with you guys. So we just watched uh, Loving Vincent. It came out in 2017 and was directed by uh, Dorota uh, Kabula and Hugh uh, Welchman. And it was made by Breakthrough Films, um, which I believe, yeah, is a Polish film company and it also paired with uh, production companies in the United Kingdom. So I have, I have a lot of <laughs> I have a lot of fun facts as I like to call them. I mean they are, but if I can find the page in this notebook. Okay. So yeah, just a little bit about the movie itself. Um, it's the first fully painted feature film. I mentioned that at the beginning of uh, before like I started the movie so each frame is hand painted with oil paints um, with each background change there's a new painting and so <laughs> there were 65,000 frames in this movie and so there were 65,000 paintings um, <laughs> yeah out of so the way the process worked was I mean you're not gonna like have like a whole new painting for every single frame because sometimes it's just like a line difference so roughly about yeah it was a thousand paintings are left from this movie um over uh, or 125 artists from over 20 countries uh contributed to this uh movie i was <laughs> watching a bbc like news segment on the movie before, like earlier this afternoon and apparently so because um breakthrough films is based in poland they at first only were focusing on Polish artists and then they ran out of artists in Poland. So then they opened <laughs> it up for international artists too. Um, and surprisingly, this only took four years to finish from start to finish. Um, I'll go over the process because I thought that was kind of cool too. So there are basically five steps in how they were able to do this process of making this movie because again, this is the first time it's ever been done. So... Um, the actors are filmed um, in front of a green screen. You guys probably, like, Saoirse Ronan was one of them. Yeah. Um, the cop, he was also the love interest in Bridesmaids. I forget his name, but he was in that movie. <laughs> was, I mean, it's easy to recognize him. Um, and then the actions of the actors are then projected into black and, uh, black and white outlines and then projected onto the painter's board. So they have, like... Um, yeah, that makes complete sense. Yeah. So then they paint in the scene, then they walk over to a camera and take a picture of it, and then all the pictures are edited into making a sequence, so kind of like stop motion but with painting, and yeah, I, I don't know, watching the BBC thing, I got over, like, I paint, and I just got overwhelmed watching that, because I, I was very meticulous, like, um, meticulous. Um, one guy, he was saying how, 
I don't know if it's because of like the way that um, the actions are projected onto the artist's board, but like he was painting in the dark <laughs> in order <laughs> to see everything properly. Um, do you know how many frames a second this was? Uh, I'm sure we could do some math. Yeah, we do some math real quick. I don't want to do math. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'll get back to you on that because it was, what, an hour and, like, 40 minutes? Don't do the math. Yeah. Don't bother. Do not stress yourself out. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying... Okay. Yeah, I have... Okay, so just points on discussion. I... So I, I actually screened this movie at work, like literally like to the, almost to the day last year. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> they loved it. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed it too. It's some, it's so innovative. The plot, I will argue though, which I want to talk about. I don't know if the plot is as innovative as, as the actual like style of the film because this movie to me at least it it screams Citizen Kane for some reason. Um, yeah, I was thinking that the whole time I saw it the first time. I was just like, oh, this is just Citizen Kane with Van Gogh. <laughs> yeah, because Van Gogh is no longer, he's not alive, like such as um, Citizen Kane. I am so sorry, Spoilers. Cassie, if you have never seen the movie, but um, it's from... You're not missing that much. It's, yeah, it's from 1942. It's I recommend it. Great camera work. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's they okay. get camera through like an iron sign. So, like, um, but yeah, so like each, like we never get Vincent Van Gogh's like point of view of his own life. It's just people recalling events, and then sometimes they overlap. Sometimes it's proven to be false. Like, um, like the gunshot wound is. I mean, that's a whole other story. <laughs> like whole other theory that I'm like he didn't shoot himself. Um. I'll be posting the BuzzFeed Unsolved in this server later. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so um, you guys did, you guys thought of Citizen Kane or do you guys only think of that like when I, could, I guess, brought it up? I mean, for me, since I just despise Citizen Kane, I don't think about it ever. Mm -hmm. uh, it To me, it felt like Dungeons and Dragons of like, yeah, talk to this person. They might know something. And then it's like, oh, so it, it, it felt like a quest. And that's obviously what this was. It was a quest movie. Uh, reminds me a lot of something a little bit more modern, a little bit more relevant, like The Mandalorian. This felt so much like The Mandalorian because it is just a, a quest. It's just, I'm going to talk to this person, get information, and they're going to lead me to someone else. Uh, which, you know, isn't always the most engaging plot, mm -hmm. per se. Uh, especially if you know about Van Gogh at all. You know, if you know about, like, even if you've seen, like, just the BuzzFeed Unsolved, like, you know, you have a rough idea of, like, what happened. Mm -hmm. So there's a little bit less mystery involved. So I feel like at times I almost checked out a little bit. But that's because I was like, okay, I'm getting information that I already know. Yeah. But I feel like if you don't know anything, it is, it functions the same way like a murder mystery would. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was... I thought it was at least good in that aspect. Yeah, um, I wrote down that as an audience, we kind of are kind of forced into the role of Armand uh, Rowland. Not mm -hmm. like, yeah. because he's the main character, but also, but that brings up a good point too, where it's just like, it's 
like art history 101 like most people know Vincent van Gogh at least a little bit mm-hmm. so but then with certain like like I before watching this movie I didn't know that he might have had a romantic interest with his doctor's daughter um, yeah I didn't know that um, that was a mystery and so it's like we're we're being the detectives along with this guy I really do appreciate the whole um like you said, it's like a quest, and now I'm thinking, I'm like, is this a hero's journey sort of thing, where, like, Armand oh. is like, I don't want to do that, but then, like, something clicks, and he's like, alright, sorry, Dad, tell work, I gotta cancel, I need to figure this out for myself, so I don't know if it's, like, as strong of, like, an archetype as, like, that hero's journey, but I am I don't know if it's the hero's journey. Right. Okay. Uh, I, it's definitely something. I'm sure yeah. there's some... I mean, there's a clear, like, call to action that happens at some point, but it, I liked it a lot because it wasn't super... For, it didn't feel forced. It happened very organically. Like, it kind of happened mm-hmm. as I got more interested in it, you know? Like, as I was kind of like, oh, yeah, like, whatever, this is going to be this type of film. And then, like, someone gave this piece of information, mm-hmm. and then there was a turning point, but it happened so naturally that the audience... At least I didn't, and it feels like the character didn't either realize that they suddenly cared and were invested and wanted to solve it Mm -hmm. yeah and and he has a few oh sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say i think like you were just saying i think the story like the story feels i don't know it's i think it was pretty good i think there were some points where like they kind of just wanted to force some things like like a lot like some of the characters were like real people they were kind of just based off van gogh's paintings like the boat guy yeah like how it happened he's talking uh armand is talking to the uh woman that he and van Gogh's uh the bar place that they stayed at and she like she's like talking and then out of nowhere like kind of out of nowhere she's like go talk to the boat guy <laughs> like for like she really wasn't connected to what she was saying she kind of just like came out of left field was like go talk to the boat guy the next thing was kind of like the painting that uh he did and i mean it, it looked good it was just like some things just kind of felt forced i kind of I kind of liked the book guy. I think he was like my yeah, favorite I, character. <laughs> I liked it. It was just like out of nowhere for her to like just say, go do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I Even in the chat, I was like, I'm thinking of just stuff that I don't know. If, it probably was just part of the culture that like back then. Um, but sure. it seems out of the ordinary now to just be like, oh, you're thirsty? Here's some red wine. <laughs> Well, that's because we're that's because we're living in COVID, and we would never, ever in a million years just have a pitcher lying around wine. Well, I think that's like since like <laughs> nineteen thirty or something. Like, yeah, this is the eighteen nineties. Um, yeah. So, did you guys find it? I was just curiosity because when I first watched this movie back in for the first time in twenty nineteen. Um, almost two years ago uh I kept like going in and out of at least in the beginning of like yeah I can see the pictures properly to like (laughs) to like I could like it just like everything seemed to like mesh like I don't know if it's just like my eyes like I have to go to the eye doctor are you colorblind no I'm not colorblind it was just like the movement of like the paintbrushes seeing oh okay it not that hurt my eyes but the scene that like got me like I don't know like like flip the switch in my head for me to like really really like the painting um is when Armand is running towards the train like through the wheat fields 
and then hops on. It's like 15 minutes into the movie. That that was the scene that, even in the trailer, I just love watching that because they painted camera movement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, was there any scene like that that you guys, like, it really stood out to you that way? Vern, do you want to go first? I think you said this before the movie. It does take a little bit to like get like to get uh, used to like the movement because it's so different from anything you've seen before. But yeah, I think after like five ten minutes, it was just like right, this is what I, like I'm I'm used to it now. I really like the sequence where he fights the guys. Yeah, um, the, that was really good. I was I just impressed. Really, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh wow, this is like really this look was really really good for like it to be painted out i think for me maybe it's just because of like i come from like anime and cartoons and like my whole life that like it really didn't take me super long to get adjusted to it um and maybe that's just me maybe that's just my brain maybe i'm just lucky i don't know um I mean, like, there was a couple shots here and there that I can't really think of off the top of my head that I was kind of like, oh, this looks a little mushy. But to me, what really, like, the only thing that really stood out was, like, like you said before, you know, they have to, they can't just make nine trillion frames of the same image, especially sometimes when it's just, like, one part of the body moving. Mm-hmm. But it felt very, the only, it took me out a couple times where, like, someone's head would turn, but their body would stay exactly the same. Oh, I and I and I, <laughs> I noticed it I noticed it so many times and it drove me insane because it it took it, it like broke my system of belief disbelief because mm-hmm. I was so into it and everything was so fluid and then people would be sitting at a table and like their arms or their shoulders like you know when you turn your head your body still moves a little bit like you could try your hardest and your chest will adjust just something about your body will move so it, it made it unnatural where if it was just a still image, it would look fine. Mm-hmm. But because you're seeing the whole fluid motion, uh, something that like from little animation that I know, but from things I've animated, like friends who are animators, and they always talk about how motion is fluid, right? And how it's never just one appendage that moves. There's always something else moving. Mm-hmm. So it took me out uh, a dozen times. Uh, just because of that and then i'd be like oh i'm looking at stop motion that is painted yeah and then then i'd have to readjust but and a lot of this movie is sitting and talking so that's i think that's why i noticed it so much that's fair but yeah it's a very dialogue heavy movie (laughs) and that's why it reminds me so much of citizen kane because they're talking about this dead person and I don't, like Vincent yeah, doesn't even have many speaking points like whatsoever. I know like Citizen Kane did, but it, it's all through the memories of other people, mm. which is an interesting concept. Um, do you guys think that this movie would still have the same impact if it was done with regular photography? I don't think so. No, I because I think I think it would be defeat the 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 heart of the film mm-hmm. or like the core because i think the theme one of the themes or or ideas around the movie is uh is like passion right mm-hmm. and 
based on just the uh, the concept of like of Vincent Van Gogh as a character, as a person, as an idea, is this quiet passion. And I think before when like before we started watching, I even said like, yeah, I remember seeing like an ad for this film, and then just never hearing about it again, mm-hmm. until a couple of days ago. And you're like, hey, we're gonna watch this. Um, and uh, to me, that's what Van Gogh was, right? That quiet passion, mm-hmm. that like immense amount of work. I mean, it's at the end of the film, you know, in eight years, he made eight hundred paintings, and he sold one, and he sold one. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Uh, so to me, I think it needed to be told through a medium like this mm-hmm. because it shows the passion yeah, in an extraordinary way. And also just like how complex like his life was, but even just like the situation following his death. But then again, mm-hmm. more importantly, like like him as a person, like when he was alive, like he didn't have... <laughs> the easiest of lives and I think using um a filmmaking model that is definitely super complex and time consuming but like very thoughtful and passionate about the matter is like really helps this film excel above so many more that I've seen 100% I think this would be a very mediocre movie if it was Mm -hmm. if it was not told in this medium yeah which sounds harsh, but I don't know. No, I th- but I think it's true because again, like even like the first comment that I said, I was like, "This reminds me of this other movie." <laughs> like, but it's to- <laughs> but it's see, but that's like I I like this movie so much more than like let's say Citizen Kane. It's like the same plot, but because I just like I keep going back to that word passion that you said. Like, it's it's totally there. This was a like, very thought out complex medium or like use of the medium that's never been done before and i know citizen kane did that as well but this makes it even more personal for the viewer because it was about somebody who was actually like very much alive and this is how this person lived and that was this is their legacy like yeah yeah and well we see we see his legacy right we see it in Mm -hmm. basically every goddamn museum you could be in yeah there's a, I'm sure there's at least one Van Gogh. I mean, we saw it in the credits. They showed like a million different paintings and they're all in a oh, million yeah. different places across the world. And they leave an impact. Like, I, I know I'm like, really, I'm into like the the traditional like visual arts, like even like, like even stuff before film wasn't even invented. But I, I'll always remember the first time I saw like Starry Night. Cause I thought, I, I thought it was like, <laughs> I thought it was going to be much bigger than it actually was. But, um, you mean every painting ever? No, no. There's some paintings like this painting right here that I have. It's one of my other like favorite pieces. It's by Franz Mark. That painting, its original form is like the size of my wall. Like that's so excessive. <laughs> I love that it. Makes me angry. <laughs> but but yeah, Vernon. Do you have anything to add to that? Um. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't think the story would work as well because I think the best part of the movie is once we get to the idea that he didn't kill himself, and that doesn't come until like halfway through the movie. Yeah, and like the first half is kind of just about this letter to someone, his brother who's also dead. So like ten minutes into the movie, you're like, oh, so what? So what are we kind of 
doing now. I feel like, but with the, I don't know if, I feel like if the movie was just like actual, like an actual film, like I feel like they would just get boring after that because there's like, it, there's nothing, there would be anything like visually to keep you interested into the movie. And like to compare uh, it to Citizen Kane again, I think it works better in Citizen Kane because we, even if like we know about Vincent Van Gogh, so there's not much mystery about to the story. Like Citizen Kane, it's like any other movie. You're just sitting down. Well, like most other movies, like you're just sitting down. You don't really know what to expect from the story. But with mm-hmm. Vince, but with uh, loving Vincent or Citizen Vincent, <laughs> you you kind of know. Okay, he killed himself. Like it starts off saying that he killed himself. So it was kind of just like, all right, where are we going mm-hmm. with this? With this letter that we don't even know what's in the letter. Yeah. Um, I also, like, even... Yeah. Um, Do you guys think that using famous actors benefited, like, helped the movie out? Or do you think that they maybe should have picked people who we weren't able to, like, so easily recognize? I think for, like, a half second, Mm -hmm. it took me out. I think a couple times and like I'm not the best with names or references uh but I I I always recognize someone I'm like oh yeah I know that person from where hell if I know but there was a couple of times where I was like I feel like I know this person but again because it's in this medium of paint you're kind of it adds like this weird level of like uncertainty yeah like I think I recognize this person but maybe it's not because they're painted yeah, again, if this was just, like, regular photography, like, live action. Um, wouldn't work. I, it would not work whatsoever. Even, like, yeah, I guess the actors kind of, like, I mean, yeah, most of them looked very similar or could look very similar to yeah. um, the portraits that were done. Um, but, I, yeah, I also agree that it does take us out for a second and, like, kind of makes it, like, impersonal towards vincent just because of that one second that we're out of it so i just i wanted to bring that up too to see what you guys thought of that um but yeah yeah this i i think it's whoever had the i mean yeah the directors had the idea um that this i i hope that this movie is remembered how did you guys feel about the ending like the credits or post like before the credits the like the letter reading like the moments leading up to the letter i think it's the great i think it is a really good letter to read i agree Mm -hmm. so i if it didn't if we didn't get that letter reading Mm -hmm. i was gonna be like damn this is I was ex- I was waiting. I was really waiting for the camera to like pick the camera, but for it to like pan up yeah. and just like starry night. Like I was waiting. I was waiting for it. I was like, this feels so heavy handed. Uh, because like the com- oh, I don't I just know why. Had chills thinking of the letter because he's like because you're reading it and he's like for the moment I'm gonna go to bed because it's late and it oh like <laughs> the letter completely like he was alive <laughs> like this was a person. <laughs> The letter completely did a 180 for me. I was like, man, this is a shit ending. And they started reading the letter. I was like, okay, cool. We're good. Everything's okay. Yeah. Um, I don't... I I think when the last time I screened this and like led a discussion on it, I didn't... 
I didn't write it down, but I'm I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm correct on this. Um, that <laughs> Theo Van Gogh saved all of his letters that he received from Vincent. However, okay. Vincent did not save any of the letters that Theo wrote. To yeah, him. that checks out. Yeah. Um, so again, I like wouldn't be surprised if that if what they That's read a is a real letter. Um, I actually am a little disappointed in myself that I didn't get that <laughs> note written down before this discussion. <laughs> so I'll let you guys know. <laughs> That'd be really cool if it was. I think that would really add, I think that would make this much more special as well. Yeah, but with all the detail that this movie like stuck to, I would be surprised if it wasn't yes, a real I letter. Agree. So I, seriously, I'm going to, look that up i'm gonna see i'm gonna share the buzzfeed unsolved episode and i'm gonna look up this letter um yeah because especially that they're like looking up at the stars like it just and he's just talking about going to sleep and this man is now like forever asleep and they're just reflecting on more so well, think, the guy than his death yeah i yeah. think somewhere i think in the credits or during the film uh they called him just like a very like a man too good for this world right mm -hmm. and i think another good analogy is uh a very simple person in a complex world right mm -hmm. i think all of the problems that he faced for the most part were external right now it doesn't seem like a lot of them were internal from just an audience perspective and it really seemed like this was a person that just wanted to live his passion and wanted to make everyone or as much as possible be at peace right no matter what call what problems they caused for him mm -hmm. right we see you know i mean uh with the kid who shot him i'm saying that whether it's true or not i don't care i think that's what happened like don't kill like don't yeah. blame anyone like that's such a i think that's such a way of thinking right that like even i who i consider myself a very like mellow and peaceful person i don't even think i would be able to like consciously do something like that be like why it'd be like oh it's no big deal don't worry about it yeah yeah <laughs> he shot me to death but don't, don't don't, don't get in trouble i think like he's just misguided like i don't yeah. think i would ever in a million years be able to think like that mm-hmm and I think I'm a pretty peaceful and nice person. So that's like, yeah, I can trust that you are. Yeah. <laughs> like... So I think like, I'm, like if I can't wrap my head around that thought process, how fucking nice was this person have been? Yeah. I wouldn't want that kid's head on a spike at my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I'm really glad you guys like this. I think this has been like the most productive discussion we've had so far because we're already past like the 15 minute mark, which is great. You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you guys. Um, just also like, ooh, fun, fun fact. Um, so the production company, again, Breakthrough Films, um, they are hiring at the moment for new artists in the Poland area <laughs> because they are. I feel none of those things. Yeah, I because they're like, you want to work on a film? And I'm like, yeah, and I looked. I'm like, I, I don't. I'm not qualified for this. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's because they're planning on releasing another painted film in 2022 called The Peasants, based on the novel of the same name. Um, this movie, uh, I was looking at the novel cause there's not much information on the movie yet. Cause it, 
I was going to say it's two years out, but I guess it's one year out. Um, it does, in, in the novel, The Peasants, they include a lot of themes about Impressionism, naturalism, realism, and symbolism, like just like those different art movements. So I am intrigued on if they're going to combine all or if it's just going to stick to one of them and then like have dialogue again. So but I was really happy because this, this movie was nominated for like... Um, the one that first comes to mind is Academy Award for uh, Best Animated Film, and it lost. Uh, what did it lose? Uh, I believe a Disney movie. <laughs> so, um, what? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, again, this is just, <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, they painted 65,000 paintings. <laughs> like, um if you're Googling it, this movie came out in 2017. Um, but yeah, so... For what, what award was it? Oh, uh, the Academy Award for Best Animated okay. Feature. Sorry, my typing is loud. <laughs> Can't type. It, okay, hold on a second. What it lose to? Uh, oh wait, it might have been. Let's see. It would have been the twenty eighteen Oscar. It would have been the twenty eighteen, right? Yeah, okay. Because yeah. I was, uh, I was about to be like, I swear to God, this did not just lose to Zootopia. Um. Okay, it lost to Coco. Okay. Okay. And I like Coco. Coco's good. That's Do not get me wrong. Okay. Let's lost to like Toy Story three or some shit. What? But oh, I was gonna say I thought you was gonna say I lost to like Toy Story three or the Minions movie or some dumb shit. Well, do you want to know the others in the category, which I think are really funny? Sure. Yeah. Boss Baby. Mm-hmm. Which was up, which was nominated apparently. The Breadwinner was there too, right? The Breadwinner was there, which is something that you know I'm I here might for. screen I'll... that eventually. I'm here for it. Cool. I'm okay with this one, Coco. Fantastic film, fantastic mm-hmm. story. I'm okay with it. Ferdinand, which I don't know if you guys remember, but it is about a bull voiced by John Cena. Never saw it. Don't think I will. You don't. I haven't seen it either, and I just know I'm making the right choice. Uh, and then Loving Vincent. Okay. Um, a very mixed bag, <laughs> bag of nominations for 2018. Hey, honestly, I would like more mix <laughs> with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, all be Disney and Pixar. They do have good stuff, but I especially with claymation or just uh different forms of anim like, you know, painting and animation or just re- different representations. I I'm here for it. I like I would like some variety <laughs> in the yeah. in the awards cuz there's so much like I don't know, every day I'm like or every time I just like think or like watch a movie or and like try to get a movie that is like different or I haven't seen even just movies I haven't seen before and I try to like think like how is this movie different from others it's just I'm blown away by this medium and I guess that's good that I I devoted four years of my life (laughs) to get a degree towards it um and hopefully (laughs) will apply it for most of my life um but yeah, are there any final thoughts on Loving Vincent for this evening? 
I still think Renee killed him. Cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah. All right. Um, we will reconvene next week. And yeah. Thank you for coming to Cinemagon Theaters. <laughs>